Welcome to the Fleet FYS podcast, the weekly podcast by Utilimark that reveals how you can make the most of your data for smarter fleet management. My name is Gretchen, and every week I'll be sharing with you not only over two decades worth of data insights, but some of the industry's hottest talking points and key metric analysis with the aim to help you better understand your fleet from every angle. Before we begin, if this is the first time you've heard our show, Thanks for stopping by. Once you finish today's episode, if you could take a few minutes to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, I would really appreciate it. Give us a rating, five stars, I hope, or tell us what you liked or leave us a comment or a question about what you've heard in today's episode. If we haven't yet covered a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, let us know. We would be happy to go over it in detail in a later episode. Let's dig in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Utilimark Fleet FYI's podcast. I'm super excited to be back and chatting to you all again today. But before I kick off the episode, I have something really, really cool to share with you. So some of you may know and potentially may have participated in our annual fleet industry compensation survey that just closed a couple of weeks ago. Now, the cool part about it is, is that I can finally tell you like I did last week, if you were listening to the pre-roll of last week's episode, that you can finally download the results should you like to view what the average annual salary is for fleet industry professionals, what the average education looks like, as well as some of the overall benefit and compensation packages that some of your peers might have as part of their annual compensation. So if this is something you would like to learn a little bit more about, you can head over to utilimark.com, www.utilimark.com forward slash fleet industry compensation. I'll leave the link down in the episode description below. However, if you do type out this web address, fleet industry compensation has dashes in between the words. Make sure you don't forget those. Otherwise, you'll end up with a search error. Anyways, that is all for my pre-show announcements, so let's get into the show. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about telematics devices. Now, we've covered telematics briefly before on this show, and today I really wanted to dive in a little bit deeper to the difference between OEM and aftermarket telematics devices. Now, I'm sure all of you have heard of telematics, but for those of you that haven't, basically what it is is a device that is able to reveal to you engine and idle information. It's able to help you with battery diagnostics, route planning, the whole thing, right? And again, like I said, I'll dig into this more during this episode, but really telematics is a way to connect your fleet to your data management devices. It's pretty cool. And when I think of telematics devices, especially for fleets, and especially in an age when vehicles are smarter and more interconnected than ever, a lot of fleet managers need to be able to leverage their data systems right? They need to be able to do that to improve fleet efficiency and performance. Now, before the creation of these telematic systems, a lot of folks in the fleet management space might have questioned the importance of having data collecting technology in their vehicles themselves. 
It's increasingly important as now, especially with ever-expanding regions of operation, we need to know where our vehicles are at all times, we need to know how they're performing, and we also need to be able to do so remotely. Because let's face it, service territories aren't exactly one that you can go out and see exactly what a truck or an asset is doing on that given day. You need to be able to see the general collective of data to understand, okay, here's what routes best serve this asset. Here's where this asset's having a problem. And potentially here's how we can optimize future assets from having a problem due to updated predictive maintenance schedules or strategic route planning. Basically, what I'm trying to say here is that data has become a critical element of effective fleet management strategies, and that is not changing anytime soon. And whilst there are several different data sources that a manager might work with on a regular basis, telematics is one essential management tool for many commercial and government fleets. This tool provides a lot of information and alerts regarding predominantly but not limited to real-time vehicle location and routes, like I mentioned, vehicle speed, horse acceleration and braking, fuel consumption and idling, as well as engine and battery health and diagnostics. Now, whether or not your chosen solution comes already embedded from the manufacturer or is added aftermarket to your vehicles, Telematics helps managers to monitor and understand their fleet assets in its entirety. However, I want to pose a question because I think a lot of people, especially now with OEM embedded telematics being a viable option, people are wondering whether or not there's an actual difference and whether or not one is better than the other. Well, I think we should take a closer look at each one. So hardware telematics. So historically, fleets who have wanted to integrate telematics have used third-party hardware telematics. Think Geotab, Samsara, you know, you you know the regular vendors that you see at fleet shows and in the fleet world, they're they're there. They're strong players year after year. And these aftermarket solutions have been around for decades. And today it's appealing to fleet managers who don't plan on replacing their vehicles soon, but want to add the technology into their existing fleet. You know, folks that are trying to actually replace their vehicle soon, they might opt for OEM telematics, but more on that in a second. Now, in the case that they tend to go for third-party telematics, a small device is set up within the vehicle cab and is plugged into the OBD2 port or the CAN bus port. Now, once that's installed, all vehicles, regardless of make or model, can therefore become connected. The device automatically collects information and streams it to a third-party platform for fleet managers to access remotely. And there's a few downsides, I will say, for opting for an aftermarket solution. Coordinating device installation for hundreds or thousands of vehicles can result in excessive downtime and delays. And let's be honest, it is a massive, massive, massive undertaking. It is no small job. And even a few hours out of service for each vehicle can potentially result in a profit loss, whether substantial or not, and an inefficiency for the organization. Additionally, not all telematics technologies are brand agnostic, meaning that they wouldn't work with all of your vehicles regardless of manufacturer. However, that's not all of the third-party aftermarket devices. There are some that do work with every single manufacturer that you can find. So you just basically have to do your research to find which one is best for you. Now, OEM telematics 
are slightly different. I mean, in theory, they're the same type of technology, same type of device, but instead of being purchased from an aftermarket provider, they're provided by the OEM themselves. So fleets that are planning on phasing out older assets can consider acquiring these vehicles with onboarded telematics already. Major manufacturers like Ford and BMW are beginning to offer vehicles with factory embedded telematics devices. So what this means is no vehicle downtime at all, as vehicles are already connected and ready to go right off the lot at the time of purchase. With the software being designed by the vehicle manufacturer themselves, OEM telematics can also offer a deeper and more dynamic view into fleet data. Managers can gain access to more vehicle-specific information, whereas a third-party software might not have the same capability. Again, you have to do your own research to figure out which one is right for you, but just to give you the ins and outs of both, right? So still, the newer technology has both pros and cons. For mixed fleets, OEM telematics can seem relatively unfeasible, especially if you're just not quite ready to upgrade your vehicles just yet. And managers that might receive data across multiple platforms coming from both OEM and aftermarket telematics systems could find it to be really overwhelming, especially if you can't connect them into one platform like some aftermarket devices allow you to do. This could be counterproductive for a fleet manager looking to unify their fleet assets and their data in one place, especially if you have, say, for example, three different systems that you're working with. So that can present a bit of a challenge. Now, ultimately, whatever telematic solution works best for your fleet, will collect invaluable data and insights from your day-to-day operations. From productivity to sustainability to safety, telematics can give you a look at what's going on in your fleet at all times. That's the key here. Understanding your metrics in these areas and more is essential for effective fleet management. And really, telematics data just makes it a little bit easier to understand where you can optimize your fleet. Now, for fleet managers that are looking to leverage this data even further, you can also look at data management platforms, especially along the lines of business intelligence, which integrates telematics, regardless of the type, with all other data sources in one unified space. This crossover of sources makes for an even richer data insight and a more comprehensive understanding of your fleet performance. Hint, hint. If you're interested in learning more, you can go to utilimark.com, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com, for more on business intelligence and fleet analytics solutions for your fleet. Anyways, if you have any questions at all, I would love to hear from you, especially regarding OEM telematics or third parket, third party aftermarket, third parket. We could try and combine that for a new word. Anyways, third party aftermarket devices. Please let me know what questions you have. If I can help in any way, you can always send me an email. You can tag me on LinkedIn. Use the hashtag utilimarkfleetfyis, or you can send me a carrier pigeon because you all know how much I love those. Also, before I go, I just wanted to ask if you haven't already, I would love if you could leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. I really like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but if you have a different one that you would like to use instead, I won't judge. I love any and all reviews that we can get. And like I said, I'm hoping for five stars because what that does is it really helps me out and it really helps folks like you find our show that are interested in learning more about your daily dose of Fleet FYIs. Okay. I think that's all I've got. Make sure you don't forget to download the fleet industry compensation results, utilimark.com forward slash fleet industry compensation. And until next Friday, have a good week and I will see you then. Ciao. Hey there, it's me again. 
I think it's time to cue the virtual high five because you've just finished listening to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. If you're already wanting more on all things fleet and vehicle technology, head over to utilimark.com, which is utilimark with a C, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com for this episode's show notes and extra insights coming straight from our analyst to you. That's all from me this week. So until next time, I'll catch you later.